Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This, my friends, is episode number 467, and I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. And in this week's episode, my friends, I am super delighted to bring to you an interview that I did on Leslie Samuels' podcast. Now, Leslie, I had on the show as a guest for my podcast just about, oh, what was that? Just a couple weeks ago, episode 464, he talked about leaving his dream job to build his dream business. So that was just a few weeks ago we had Leslie on the show here, and Leslie had me as a guest on his podcast recently. The original invitation was for me to come onto his show to talk about the topic of how to sell high-priced products from your blog. That's what he invited me to talk about. However, that is not what we talked about. In fact, the topic of selling anything did not come up anywhere in our conversation. Instead, we got to talking about the answer to the question that Leslie asked me at the very beginning of the show. He says, Cliff, do you really think that you can change the world. And well, my friends, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode as I have gained permission from Leslie to share with you my copy of the recording of where I was a guest on Leslie's podcast. And here it is right now. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting interview for you today. In today's episode, episode 281, I'm on the line with none other than Cliff Ravenscraft, a.k.a. the podcast answer man, host of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. He started podcasting as a hobby way back in December 2005 and since cre- and has since created more than 30 different shows. And get this, over 3,300 podcast episodes. He's personally helped thousands of people launch extremely successful podcasts through one-on-one coaching consulting and his podcasting a to z online training course i brought him here to talk about how to sell high price products from your blog this scares a lot of people myself included but we can take our business to the next level so that's what we're going to be talking about today cliff my man how you doing leslie i have never been better it gets better every minute of the day so by the end of this podcast episode, I mean, Dude. it's going to be like 45 times better. It is. It's, it, it, it literally will be 45 times better simply because I spent those 45 minutes with you. Um, are you now you're trying to make me blush on my own podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love hanging out with you, brother. Love hanging out with you. We hang out pretty much every week in our mastermind meeting. Yes, we do. But now we're hanging out and the world is listening to the our The world hangout. is listening. Yeah, there we go. So... You know, you, you've had an interesting journey. 
had a career in insurance, left the career in insurance to to do this podcasting thing. Are you crazy? Yes, I am actually. <laughs> and and it's the what what is it that uh, Steve Jobs said in that one commercial? Think different. Uh, it's the crazy ones who think they can change the world, and and, it's the, and they're usually the ones who do, or something like that. So, do you? Re- uh, this has nothing to do with the episode, but maybe it has everything to do with the episode. Do you really think? I asked this question on Facebook once, and the the answers were interesting. Do you really think that you can change the world? I have already. Explain. Well, okay, just I mean, in lots of different ways, I I believe I have. But let's just go to the business that we're talking about today in this podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you think about Podcast Answer Man, I started a podcast in December 2005, built it to an audience of about 60,000 people, launched a couple other shows around different various passions that I have. I built relationships. Let's just put it this way. There are people who are married today that would have never met had they not listened to my podcast first and then came to a meetup that I hosted where they lived in different states in the United States. And today, as a result of meeting meeting each other in a community environment that I created after building a relationship with them online, as a result of them listening to my podcast, they're married today. That's just one little thing. But um, there are people today who have businesses where they have a partnership together that they would have never met had it not been for both of them having the experience of listening to my podcast, meeting me at a conference where I hosted a meetup, and then boom, next thing you know, a couple months later, they have a business partnership that's very successful business today. So that's just one other possible example. But then if you think about this, over the last 11 years, Leslie, I've done over 30 different podcast shows. And actually, the update is I'm now over 3,600 podcast episodes. My podcast episodes on average are one hour. That's over 3,600 hours of my voice that have been listened to by hundreds of thousands of people around the world. And since then, uh, there's been a percentage of those people who say, Cliff, I'd love to learn how to podcast from you. And over the course of these past nine years that I've been doing podcasting consulting full time, I've personally, personally worked with more than 1,000 people one-on-one. And then through Podcasting A to Z, my group training course, over 580 students I've worked through in group training sessions and taught all of those people how to launch a podcast. That's almost 2,000 people that I've personally trained, me, trained one-on-one or in a small group, almost 2,000 people how to launch a podcast. But that is nothing. If you think about the number of people who have gone through my free materials over at learnhowtopodcast.com, there's over 25,000 people who have a podcast today that have never paid me a single penny that have a podcast. Now, if you think about those 27,000, let's just say 30,000 podcasters out there who are putting their message out into the world and the number of them who are actually creating content that is having a powerful and positive impact in people's lives, think about that. So it, it, it actually sounds to me like you're saying the way that you're changing the world is by having an impact on people. Yes, absolutely. That that's exactly how I'm changing the world. I'm I, one person at a time. I'm changing the world, 
if I make you happier today just by a smile, if I if I can put a smile on your face, if if you were down and and kind of just like I just don't know if I want to work today, and you and I have an email exchange, and I say something to you, and I give you some praise about something that you how valuable you are to me, and that that just lifts your mood, and instead of actually taking the day off and kind of just sitting like. Eh, but instead you're motivated, inspired, and you actually created something, that's that's something that you created that might be helpful and valuable to other people that would have never got created or may not have gotten created in time for that one person to get it that might have, you, you never know the ripple effects of the little mm-hmm. things that we do in people's lives. So there are people who are listening to our voice right now that don't have a podcast. And here's what I can tell you. I'm, I'm completely certain of this. Out of those who are listening to this podcast right now who do not have a podcast, I know at least 10, 15, maybe 20 of them will learn how to create a podcast from me within the next two years. At least 20 of them. Guaranteed, There's, I'm not over, I'm, I'm underestimating that one. And those 20 people are going to create content that eventually will one day save people's lives. And, and, and. You know, the tagline of my my everything that I do online with become a blogger is changing the world one blog at a time. So anytime you t- say anything about changing the world, I have to I have to dwell there for a little. I'm bit. happy to dwell there. It, 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 that's what it's all about. Exactly. And, and there are people that are listening to this podcast right now that are holding back, maybe because maybe because I'm listening to this and I don't feel like I have much to offer. What a shame. That, what do you what, what do you say to that person? I, I, that person has been lied to mm. uh, for a very long time. And 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 it is it is a lie. I happen to be a very faith-paced person. You don't mind if I get all Jesus-y oh, on you, mind. do you? Let's 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 go. <laughs> I, I believe we're all created for a purpose and that mm. we were created by uh, by God. And I believe that we all have extreme value, that we all have something to offer. We're all extremely valuable. And I don't believe that every single person out there has to create a blog. I don't believe that every person out there has to create a podcast. I believe that we're all uniquely gifted and that we are we have something of value to offer other people. And and I did not I actually spoke the words, I can change the world by just giving people a gift of a smile or an encouraging word or taking a, a note card, writing a handwritten note, hand addressing it, putting a stamp on it and putting it in a mail. You can change the world that every single one of you has something of value. And the, that's the other thing that's interesting, you know, that goes along with this. You know, what do I have to add? Why would I do that? I don't have anything of value. There's so many other people out there doing it. The thing is, is that whatever it is you want to do, whatever kind of message that you have in your heart that I believe is inside of you that needs to come out, whatever that is, whatever area, whatever industry, whatever niche, whatever topic, it doesn't matter if there are hundreds of thousands of other blogs or tens of thousands or hundreds. Actually, there's not going to be tens of thousands of any kind of podcast, which is kind of cool as <laughs> a smaller haystack, one of yep, the benefits yep. of podcasting. But anyway, if there, even if there are hundreds of other podcasts out there on the topic that you want to podcast about, you might think, well, what do I have to bring to the table that aren't isn't already added out there? And it's your lifetime of experience. It's it. Here's the thing. Leslie, you and I could be given the task of reading the exact same book. All right. And then at the end of, let's just say two weeks, we're given the assignment of recording a podcast episode. In fact, not only that, but we were both given the title already that we have to title the episode and we're working from the same exact outline. So same book, 
same time frame, same out title of the show, same outline. I guarantee you we would have vastly different podcast episodes. I, I, I got to ask this because someone's listening to this and they're saying, well, you know, the, the, the blog that I want to start, the podcast that I want to start, it's not about something that's life changing. I want to I want to podcast about DIY. I want to I want to podcast about teaching someone the technical details of podcasting or about how to start a blog. You know, I I, I don't see how that topic, whatever the topic is they have in their mind, how sure. that does what you are talking about sure. right now. So so let, let's talk about it. Okay. And, and by so, the way, I have a feeling this this podcast episode is gonna be like completely derailed and go in a completely di- different direction. And I have absolutely no problem with it. Uh, right. let's just go as 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 we're going right now. So here's the thing. December two thousand five, I decided I want to create a podcast about a secular TV show called Lost. And I invite my wife to join me during the second episode, and then she joins me on a weekly basis. We're talking about a TV show, (laughs) all right? No goal to change the world, no goal to help anybody's lives be better. This is all about me wanting to share my passion and what I'm thinking about this TV show, what I'm researching, and to show how how much I've learned and studied. And and really, honestly, it, it was an ego thing in the beginning for me. If a matter of fact, go to, I encourage people to do this. Seriously, uh, this will be fun. Leslie, I don't think you've even done this before, but I encourage you to go to iTunes and do a search for weekly lost podcast and you'll find the one from Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft. And then what I want you to do is I just want you to go straight to the review sections. And then in, if you're doing it on the desktop, sort by most critical and read the one star reviews. And I will tell you most of them were pretty much earned. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I went into it with all of the wrong reasons, but did I change the world with that podcast? Yes, I did. And I can just tell you, I'm just going to share one story. I mean, th- this was Anna Sophia Reinhardt. Okay. Anna Sophia is from Germany. And at a very young age, she had some pretty tragic things happen in her life. And I won't go into the details, although she's publicly shared this many times. And he's even given me permission to share it in keynote addresses. So I know she's not ashamed of me telling the story. So, but she had some pretty traumatic things happen in her life. And at one point, she had attempted to commit suicide. I think she was in middle school or high school when when this happened. Her family were was very upset, as you can imagine. She would never come out of her room, and she pretty much withdrew from society. She would not go out of the house. She would not interact. She would not talk with people. She just became a recluse. So what happened was she sat in her room, and she watched TV. That, that was her that was her experience. You know, she just sat back and watched TV. One of the TV shows that she watched was the TV show Lost. Guess what another TV show that she watched? Grey's Anatomy. My wife and I, one of the 30 plus fo- podcasts that I launched, my wife and I did another show called the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. Anna Sophie was searching for things about Lost online because they were advertising that they had this online campaign. And so she came across the fact that there are blogs and then podcasts about the TV show Lost. She found the Weekly Lost podcast, started listening to my wife and I, and she said, "Oh, well, matter of fact, can I just play for you yeah, sure. a, a testimonial? I'm going to go to gspn.tv slash testimonials. Hi, my name's Anne and I'm from Germany and I'm a gspn.tv plus member because I'm um, honestly... I couldn't imagine living without Cliff and Stephanie anymore. 
they are such a huge part of my life now and, and they have changed my life in so many ways. I mean, a year ago, I was not communicating to with anyone and now I have so many friends. I've gained so many th- friends through the community that Cliff and Stephanie have built and... Um, um, listening to their podcasts, I can laugh. I can sometimes cry with them, and um, it is so much fun. And even though right now I I'm studying and I don't have time to keep up with all the content that is being released, um, but it's just um, well, Cliff and Stephanie have literally helped me find my way back to life and um, so plus membership is just a small way of thanking them and um, so if Cliff and Stephanie have changed your life and I know they have please become a plus member because um, plus membership rocks there you go that was a testimonial that Anna Sophia had sent in after becoming a plus member it wasn't until years later that I learned the rest of her story about her attempted suicide and how it was our online community forum that all of a sudden was the very first time that she felt safe to connect with other people and share her ideas. And all of a sudden she was laughing and crying and and, and experiencing our podcast on a weekly basis. She heard us talking about other active members in our community. We would bring their voices in. She would jump into the forum and start interacting with them. Before you know it, she was actually scheduling travel to go and meet somebody in Belgium, Winnie uh, Vonderbroek from Belgium, and she would go to England and, and meet up with people, and then all of a sudden, she's traveling. She's leaving the house to go meet other people she met through our community. <laughs> now, today, I will tell you that Anna Sophie is an amazing woman who has accomplished a lot of things. So, just think about this. All of this started with the Lost podcast, right? TV show. Not and, and I went into it with all of the wrong reasons. And you heard the words that she shared. She's the one who said we changed her life. All right. So this isn't something that we put into her mouth. It, it blew me away when I got that feedback. Here's a little bit more about Anna Sophie's story. And again, this is just one person out of tens of thousands of people who listen to that podcast. One person, Anna Sophie. So one of the things that we learned, she, she started to come to our community meetups. Anna Sophie from Germany spent a week and a half in our home in Northern Kentucky after coming to one of our meetups and her sister came along and she's actually been to several of our in-person meetups here in Northern Kentucky. I've seen her at countless number of other conferences where she heard that I was attending. She's like, Cliff, I'm coming to that conference too. She came to Blog World New Media Expo when she heard that I was taking over the podcasting track and then she started to say, Cliff, I think I want to create a podcast. I'm going to sign up for your podcasting A to Z course. And it was through the podcasting A to Z course, and actually it was a little bit before that, that she had actually created a blog first. And in her personal blog, she started to share publicly for the very first time that throughout all her adult life, she has struggled with anorexia. She posted a picture of herself on the blog and she says, I'm going in and I'm seeking treatment and I'm going to be blogging about my experience. She had a bunch of people say, you shouldn't do that. This is going to ruin, you know, this is, this is a weakness and you shouldn't be publishing that stuff. And she goes, no, I feel like I need to do this. She'll tell you that she got the idea from Cliff and Stephanie, just the authenticity that they share online and how that's had a profound and positive impact on our lives. She knew that if she shared this journey, it would also have a profound and positive impact in people's lives. So she shared and blogged about that entire journey while she went through this recovery process in with anorexia, including all the times when she got mad and angry, left the room, was about ready to check out, 
and all of these different things. But she she hung in there and she she actually sought recovery and she's been in recovery ever since. Now, that's when afterwards she came and said, Cliff, I want to I want to tell the world about my experience. I want to create a podcast about anorexia. And so she took podcasting A to Z. At the end of four weeks, she launched Fighting Anorexia at fightinganorexia.com. It's a podcast that she did for a very long time. She created a community of people around the world, all of these folks who were struggling with anorexia, and she started hosting her own meetups. Now, we were at another time that she's, we had a couple blog worlds in New York City. And one time we were in New York City. I had just finished up at a meetup, and I'm not kidding you, Leslie. I'm literally walking down the streets of New York City. I mean, and have you ever been? To, have you ever been to New York? Oh yeah, it's pretty crowded, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, so I'm walking down the streets of New York, and I'm nowhere near where the conference is. And on a Saturday afternoon, when walking down the street, I hear Cliff, Cliff, and all of a sudden I see Anna Sophia. She's got all these girls running behind her. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? She goes, oh my gosh, it is so great to see you. I got to tell you, I, I, my, I've got, I'm hosting a meetup, and we're actually, you know, t- doing our own personal tour of the city. But these are girls from my community, and of course, these were girls who were also in the process of seeking recovery, or actually, mm. be, you know, working on the, through their recovery of anorexia. Just to see that. The idea of hosting meetups because of your community that you've created online, all of that. Leslie from a TV show pod, fan podcast about so, Lost and Grey's Anatomy. So uh, some people, I mean, some people are listening to this right now and their minds are blown, and they're still thinking, "Yeah, but I, I want a podcast about Legos." And obviously, with uh, when you think about a TV show, Lost TV show, you're not thinking about what you're talking about right now. So I want to kind of pull out some of the the things that you did as a part of that Lost podcast that made it have that impact. So I am passionate about Legos and I want to not just um, share my passion with the world, but I also want to have that kind of an impact. What what does it take in order to do that? Well, I, I think it comes down to sharing what does Lego mean to you? Mm. Why are you passionate about Lego? It, does it ignite that creative spark that was designed inside of you? What is it that you create with your Lego? What does it allow for you? Is it a, maybe it's a there's nothing wrong with entertainment and joy and happiness that comes from a hobby on the side that all of a sudden gives you a release from the stress or anxiety that you might face from other potential areas in life. And so just giving other people the freedom to say, hey, it's okay to have a hobby as a grown adult about Lego. And in fact, not only is it okay, there are other people like you. And I happen to be one of them. And in Mm. fact, I've created an entire community online. And if you would like to share some of the Lego creations that you've created, I would love to celebrate with you. And and just we've got an online community. And these days, I'd probably just fire up a a private Facebook group where we could interact and share with one another. They can post their pictures. And it's like, oh, my gosh, how did you do that? And where did you learn? Where did you get those bricks? And we can just share. And it's just it's all about Basically, Leslie, it's about a shared passion. It isn't about Lego at all for me. It's not about Lego. It's not about law. It was back in the day. I told you I started with all the wrong reasons. Yeah. But today, when I start something, it's never for the wrong reason. 
It's very intentional. And today, if I was to create, I, now the thing is, I could not possibly create a Lego podcast because I, I, I'm either obsessive compulsive about something and I'm so obsessed about it, that's all I want to talk about, or I'm just completely not in, interested in it and might as well not exist. And so Lego's not the thing for me, but there are plenty of other things that are. But here's the thing. Let's just say if Lego were my thing, it wouldn't be about Lego. It would be about the fact that I am so deeply passionate about Lego, and I know that there are other people out there who are deeply passionate about Lego. And you know what? Those other people are human beings that have needs and wants and desires and dreams and hopes and and all of these other things. And I just know that if I had a relationship with those people, I'd have the opportunity to speak entertainment, education, encouragement, or inspiration into their life. That, that's that's what I know. And here's what I can tell you, is that if I met, let's just say I meet Joe at a, at a party locally, face-to-face. We're not here because we have a shared passion of anything, but we're here because, you know, it, it's a family wedding, right? And, and all of a sudden, I meet this guy named Joe for the very first time. And what happens typically when you meet somebody face to face at a at a, a gathering like this? So what do you do? And I, you know, it's like oh, I do this, and he talks about what he does, and he talks about his job, and so we find out that his job is let's just say it's super controversial about Planned Parenthood or something like that, and then then all of a sudden it's like well this, and he goes I bet you all I, I, I you know I'm kind of embarrassed because I know you're probably a Christian and you hate this blah blah blah, and all this other it's like. And next thing you know, there all of a sudden we've got a barrier between a relationship between me and Joe because of some kind of political or something that's come up mm-hmm. in the way that we typically meet people face to face. Now, let's just say I've never met Joe at anything face to face. There was no event. All right. But I create a podcast about Lego and I have an online or a blog about Lego and I have an online community and Joe happens to be a Lego enthusiast. Sure. During the day he works at Planned Parenthood. He has all kinds of other different beliefs than I have and all these other things. But when it all comes down to it, Joe's a human being. I'm a human being. And one thing that we both have in common is that we both have an undying passion for building Lego. All of a sudden, he discovers my blog or my podcast or my online community, and he gets involved. And the next thing you know, we it's like I admire. It's like, oh, my gosh, his skill with Lego, incredible. No way. Nobody can possibly do that. And and it's like, and, and all of a sudden we're interacting, going back and forth, and I find out that he lives right down the road from me and, and you know, just 25 minutes away. Because we met in our shared passion is how we actually built the relationship or established the relationship, not because of any controversial thing, not because of what we might or might not have in common. We have this shared passion for Lego, and now we establish a relationship. And next thing you know, I find out that he lives 25 minutes away. It's like, can I come see you build something? And it may be it may be 12, 18 months, or even two or three years, or I may never even know that he actually has a vastly different worldview on some of these other things. But instead, you know what? I've been a positive and powerful influence of encouragement and inspiration in his life in many other areas, and he's helped me take my love and passion and my skill for Lego to a whole new level. And not only that, but there's been other areas of life that our friendship has has benefited me greatly as well. He happens to be, a, a, let's just say, and all this is hypothetical, but these are all real life situations that I've actually experienced with the names being changed and passions being substituted. 
but maybe this person's a better father than I could have ever dreamed of being, and I'm actually inspired, and, and, and I take my parenting to the next level as a re- result of this relationship. It, it's incredible the, the value that that relationship can have, and it's these shared passions, and so, Leslie, that's why I would create a Lego podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, okay, so y- you didn't create a Lego podcast. You created a Lost podcast and then a Grey's Anatomy podcast and then all these other podcasts. You started uh, and your wife came on with you on the Lost podcast, but there was something different about the way you did the Lost podcast than you would see with a typical Lost podcast that's maybe done by a network. What do you think are the main differences that made your podcast so effective? Explain to me what you mean by effective. Effective in terms of having an impact on people's lives. Okay, and, when and, do, you I, when mean, I, when, and do you mean by network, the TV show, create, yeah, the TV the, network yeah, creating the, a the podcast? The TV network created a podcast. I'm assuming that they would do it different from the way that you did it. And in fact, the, the creators of the show, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse, did have the official Lost podcast. So they, they did one. And by the way, Anna Sophie also listened to that podcast. Mm-hmm. I also listened to that podcast, as did hundreds of thousands of other people. Uh, it was an incredible podcast, but it was different. And what was different is that, you know, these are this is Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof. Their, their day is spent creating the show in writing rooms and stuff like that. They they take a half an hour break once a week and they or every now and then they would actually create a podcast episode that would blow people's mind about, you know, just teasing different things, give like trying to lay false clues and stuff like that. And it was it was purely for entertainment purposes. What happened was for Stephanie and I it became about not just sharing our love for the TV show, but we realized very early on that there was a potential of establishing relationships. We were seeing the relationships coming in. I mean, we had people writing in and say, hey, I, I get this strange su- suspicion that you and your wife are Christians. Can mm. I hope that's not offensive to you. This person wrote in and said, uh, can, you, can you explain to me how it is that you came to have faith in, in Jesus when that just doesn't seem all that logical? These people are asking me to give a reason for the hope that I have. And with gentleness and respect, I responded. And and I had enough of those people come in. And we eventually launched other podcasts to even address those things, even faith-based shows. What made us effective is the fact that we brought our humanness, our mm. just our normalness, our, our day-to-day boring selves, which we found out and discovered that there's a lot of people who don't think we're all that boring. I will tell you to this day... <laughs> Stephanie is still convinced that she's just an average person, that, that she's no different than anyone else. And, and I'm like, whatever. And it's not false humility. She, she's just like, eh, I, don't, I don't know why anybody listens to me. But if there, I, I know why people listen to her. And I've had countless other people write in and tell people just how inspirational and how much they love her frankness and how she tells it how it is and that, that she, yeah. she's so bold and that she, she sticks up for what she believes in. She's unwavering and it, it just all of these other things. And I struggled at the, long, at, the, at the early days. You know, who am I to create a podcast? What makes me so special? And I think un, maybe unfortunately today, I've actually gone over to the narcissist side. I probably borderline on narcissism a bit much, and it might be because of the tens of thousands of people who have written me over the last 11 years to tell me how special I am and how much of a difference I'm having in their lives. And I've heard it so many times that I just I just accept that this is what God's created me to do, and and I've embraced it, and it's it's a part of my mission in life to continue it. 
So there, there are a few things that you mentioned that I find very interesting. And the, the first part, in comparison to when the show created a podcast and when you created the podcast, it's different in my mind because you're, you're kind of like one of us, right? You're a regular person and you're sharing your perspectives. And maybe some of your perspectives may not be exactly the way that it is. Maybe you have a different take on what happened in that particular episode and it could actually be wrong. But there's humanity in that. And I think that a lot of us are afraid to show ourselves and to share our opinions because we might be afraid that maybe we're wrong. Yeah. Or we're not. I'm not an expert. You didn't you don't know all of the ins and outs of how they produce the TV show or anything of that sort. But you're still sharing. And I think there's something very powerful in that. I agree. Absolutely. And the thing is, is that there were five other podcasts devoted to the TV show Lost that were not done by the network before I launched my podcast. There was another one. It was called the the Lost Podcast with Jay and Jack. Mm -hmm. And there was another one called The Transmission with Ryan and Jen Azawa from Hawaii. And they were and there was a there, there was another one called The Lost Cast by these three guys that had a shared microphone that sounded like they were in a, in a cavern every <laughs> single time they recorded. But here's what I can tell you. The content of all three of those shows on a scale of one to ten was a hundred. And on a scale of one to ten, the content of the weekly Lost podcast with Cliff and Stephanie was about a two. Huh. All right. But did that stop us from gaining an audience of people who loved us? No. Matter of fact, can I just play one one or two more? Actually, can I maybe play two or three more testimonials? Yeah, These are all from the Lost Podcast. Now, again, this is a testimonials page for people who had signed up for Plus Membership, was which was people who were contributing financially at the time because they knew that, that we were spending a lot of time on our content. So, But listen to some of the words of other people. Hi, my name is Jenny, and I'm from Rochester, New York. I'm a mother of a young son, and I work full-time, and I spend a lot of time listening to GSPN podcasts. I started listening because I was into Lost, and I was looking for Lost podcasts. And I can't believe what I found in GSPN and just the, the inspiration and sense of community that I feel by listening to their podcast. I really feel connected to Cliff and Stephanie, and it's really important to me, and I, I think it's changing my life. It's inspiring me to live better, and I'm just so thankful for all that they do, and that's why I'm a Plus member, and I'm really proud of that fact. Hi, this is Christine, and I'm a Plus member at gspn.tv. Uh, one of the reasons why I became one is that I love the community. I love what Cliff and Stephanie are doing. I'm so inspired by them willing to try and step out and live a dream that I could, how could I not support something like that? I love the interaction that I have with other Plus members. I love the Plus member extra shows. I love Stephanie Unplugged. It's something that I believe in. So why not support something like that? So there you go. And I have tons of those. So the, the, uh, <laughs> I love this. Um, you said something that maybe made some people uncomfortable. Okay. You said that maybe you kind of... Uh, uh, borderline get into the narcissism but beyond that there was a bigger message of I have embraced my purpose yeah now earlier on you mentioned that you know you're a Christian and and you believe that we all have a purpose and all that good stuff but I think what is uh, what often happens within Christianity is that we feel that you know what 
there's a certain level of humility that I need to have with the gifts that God has given me. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with humility, but sometimes it actually holds us back from fully expressing ourselves and being all that we were created to be. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Well, I struggled with it for a very long time. And then finally, I, I, I got sick of struggling with it. And I just, I just went on the record. I hit the record button <laughs> behind the microphone and I recorded episode number 380. If you go to podcastanswerman.com slash 380, it's titled, Are Podcasters Narcissists? I went on. I mean, I was probably a little bit of a rant, if you will. But it's you what? are rant? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so someone had posted a comment and suggested that episode 379 was a bit over the top. So if you <laughs> so here's what I can tell you. Go to go to podcastanswerman.com slash three seventy nine and then listen to somebody who's a little bit over the top with his narcissism. And then after being told that I'm a narcissist and that I have a I have narcissistic personality disorder and I need to be I should probably go get that checked out and see somebody about it. <laughs> If you want to hear my response to that and how I finally just said, you know what, here's what I think about it. Episode 380, I, I did an entire episode because I don't think you want to go into the whole thing here. But here is what I can tell you. I, I, where I'm at today, and, it, and this was years ago. That was, by the way, it, I, well, yeah, it was years ago. Uh, November 2014 is when I created that podcast episode. What I've discovered is that there, in some people's mind, there's a fine line between arrogance and confidence. Mm. <laughs> I should have actually written down the 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 symptoms of narcissistic personality disorder and and I, as I was going through I'm like check I have that one check I have that one check I have I have that one and and you know what I was actually saying and I'm proud of this one I <laughs> I'm going to be narcissistic about this narcissistic system symptom that I have and I'm darn proud of it and one of them is this you know this feeling that you are a person of extreme value that that you have something you have this belief that you have something valuable to offer the world and I'm like heck yeah I do <laughs> I was created by God for a purpose and I was put here and and I I mean you should have heard me I got fired up and there was you know what there was a couple symptoms and I'm like nope this one's not me and and it and it came down to it and I don't think I said it in that episode but what I it comes down to the difference between arrogance and confidence and sometimes I can get so excited so passionate due to my confidence in my value that I have to offer to the world or my my message or or my purpose or my mission sometimes I can cross the line and it will come off as arrogance it will it will be indistinguishable to the outside person who doesn't know me as arrogance but anyone who authentically knows who I am the real Cliff Ravenscraft they know for a fact that what they just heard is not arrogance but is it it is genuine confidence in the message that has been placed in my heart. And what do you think is the difference between the two? I think arrogance is just this, it's this boastful, you know, overly proud, I, you know, I made this. And here's, here's why I can tell you, I, I think it's, I'm going to tell you how awesome I am and what I can do for you, Leslie, because I have built a business and I did it all on my own. I worked, it was my work around the clock that did all of this. I made all the, I made some wrong decisions, but boy, I made more right decisions. I know what it takes to succeed. And if you want to, if you want help, I can help you because I know what it takes. And, and I, I did all of this on my own. I didn't need help from anyone, blah, blah, blah. That's arrogance. 
But if you actually say, Cliff, I'd like to know, I'd like to hire you for mentoring and coaching and, and I'd love to, it's like, you know what? Here's what I can tell you. Uh, I, I certainly have made a lot of mistakes. I can, I can share with you all the decisions I've made. I've actually learned a lot of things that will help. There have been some right things that I've done, but I, I give credit to the people who inspired me and I'll tell you where I learned about those things. A lot of this stuff I've just been learning off of the the research that I've done and the success of others. And in fact, I'll teach you how to figure out this thing called the science of achievement so you can, you can actually research the patterns of success in other people's lives and how not to just copy what those th- people do, but actually how to, dis- how to actually learn about how they think and how they process decisions and how you can actually internalize that and it makes you a better decision maker. I can teach you these things, but here's what I want to tell you. The other thing is, is some of this is luck. I just happen to be at the right place at the right time. Although I will say that I've also heard a, a line out there that says that it's it's not just being the right in the right place at the right time, but it's being the right person at the right place at the right time. And all I can tell you about that is that being the right person at the right place at the right time is not so much something that I did, but it's each day God is gifted me with the ability to become more and more of who he's created me to be. And God has been the driver of this whole thing. And so what I can tell you is if you want to hire me to teach you a formula on how to succeed, and and I'm going to just give you the outline of what I did, and you're going to do it, and you're going to succeed, I don't think I can give that to you. As a mentor, as a coach, I can't give that to you no no matter how much money you pay me. Because so much of this is what God is going to do in your life. I, I get that, and I resonate with that very much but if we go back to the beginning of this conversation and i'm 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 doing this because this is something that i struggle with if we go back to the beginning of this conversation you started off when we started talking about do you think you can change the world and you said i have changed the world i have and then and and i i agree but then you went into all of these things that you have done. Yep. And it, and uh, and outwardly, those who don't know me will not be able to distinguish that confidence from arrogance. Those who do not know who Cliff Ravenscraft is, those who are hearing my voice in this podcast for the very first time, they heard that it sound that those words sounded arrogant. But let me ask you, Leslie, when you heard those exact same words from me, did they did they sound arrogant to you? No, no, because I know you. Ha! See? Do you see the difference? But the people who are listening to, who are subscribed to your podcast every single week, there are some people, you're absolutely right, they're absolutely certain that the first thing that they felt was arrogance. Who is this guy to think that he's changed the world? And if he has changed the world, he should know that it's not him, but it's God. And that's the reality, as I know that. Did I have time to, I mean, am I going to bring out in every single conversation? I've, I've already admitted somewhere in here, I, you know, and I didn't do this intentionally. I don't, to bring, I don't bring up Jesus in every podcast interview that I do, but I'm a faith-based oriented person. And if you get to know me, you'll learn that it, it, it's not me. I start, matter of fact, one of the things that I shared is that I started the Lost Podcast for all the wrong reasons. I wanted to become popular online. I wanted to get, I wanted to be famous. I mean, I used to joke around. It's like, yeah, I just, just, I can't wait. I, I focused on my stats and download numbers all the time. And I was like, I can't wait until we're, you know, we're interviewed on Oprah. I mean, <laughs> I was ridiculous. I was, I was arrogant and boastful in the beginning. Mm. But it was but it was through podcasting that I discovered my true calling and purpose in life, which isn't podcasting, by the way. It's 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 basically taking my life 
to the next level each day, becoming more of who God's created me to be, and then creating content, products, and services, or promoting the content, products, and services of other people that has the ability to change people's lives. That's what my that's my, my business mission is. And my own personal mission is simply to share my experiences in life and to do so in a way that encourages and inspires, entertains and educates others. So the reason I'm I'm staying here is, as I mentioned, it's something that I've struggled with. And I had a conversation earlier this week with a friend. We were talking on the phone about uh, a pitch that I was going to make to someone to 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 offer a particular service to them, and he was harping on the fact that I'm charging too little, and he started to tell me about the things that I've done and what I've accomplished for my other clients, and he was going <laughs> on and on and on, and it, I started pacing around the room, getting nervous. We're having this conversation right now, yep. and there's something happening inside of me that's kind of like, yeah, but I, I am. We're talking about this, but I am uncomfortable. Right. So my question, well, uh, really quick, is this something that you've struggled? I mean, this feeling that I'm feeling now, the feeling that I was feeling when I was having that conversation with my friend. Is that something that you struggled with? I struggled with in the past. I do not struggle with it nearly as much today as I did back then, and certainly not from a faith perspective. I, I mean, how, it's, back then it was a faith thing. But and I, how did you but cross it, that? But it gap? was it wasn't a faith Holy Spirit conviction thing. It was a guilt and condemnation thing that was taught to me by mm. the performance based Christianity uh, religious realm that I grew up in, mm. which I have since abandoned and thrown off. I I, I disowned it. And that's a whole nother story for another time. Yep. <laughs> but but what I can tell you is is that I, I when I say that I've changed the world, I I will tell you I'm confident I have I've done things that have changed the world, and I have proof. I have documented proof, and not proof where I'm saying it, but people who tell me I've changed their life. I have three people who have told me they decided not to commit suicide because of the content that I've created. All right, three people. I have their letters here in my office now. What I can tell you is that may sound co- that same cocky, arrogant, and stuff like that. But here's what, if you get to know me enough, and if it comes down to it, where did that come from? It, some of those things that these people heard, they weren't words that I spoke. It, God gave me the words to speak at the time when, when they needed to be there. Not, matter of fact, this business that I've grown, I, I could go back into the archives and share with you out of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes of a podcast called Pursuing a Balanced Life, where I had no clue what I was doing. And I, I was crying and sobbing into my digital audio recorder as I was walking outside saying, God, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden, God just came through. I can tell, I can tell people to go to gspn.tv slash check gspn.tv slash check and then how I could tell you the story of how $12,000 showed up in my mailbox after sobbing and crying about how tough things are financially and how I didn't have the n- enough money to pay for all the things for our kids to go to school and and was this a mistake for me to leave my career in insurance and should I go out and get another job and uh, you know or should I go back to the insurance world and that check showed up right when I needed it and it was exactly the same amount as what we needed to pay the paycheck that month so I, I you know the thing is is have I changed the world yes but here's what I can tell you Leslie Samuel when I gave my life to Christ I gave my life completely to Christ I am not me I am Christ in me. 
And so today, what I can tell you is, Leslie, there's the same people who struggle with, you know, what you're talking about are the same ones who struggle with, I'm a sinner. I can tell you, Leslie Samuel, I am not a sinner. I am a saint. I am righteous and holy and blameless in the sight of our God and creator. Not because of anything that I've done, because I still sin today. I do it unwillfully, and sometimes, Leslie Samuel, I do it willfully. But you know what? I am blameless and pure in the sight of God not because of anything that I've done. And I've changed the world with the content, not because of what I've done, but because of Christ in me, always working in the background on my behalf to become who I've created to be in this world. And it is God who's created me to change this world. So what I get from this conversation is a few things. Number one, we all have value to, to, we all have value to give to the world because we have value to give to that one person. And if we can have a positive impact on that one one person's life, we have changed the world. That's number one. The next thing that I've gotten from this is, and this one is coming more from a faith-based perspective. Some of the people that are listening to this aren't Christians and that's perfectly fine. But for me coming from a faith-based perspective, God has a purpose for me. And if God has a purpose for me, I should go in that direction. Number three, I don't have to be ashamed or afraid to talk about what God has done through me or what I've accomplished because of him in me. In fact, I should be proud of it because I am living according to my purpose and his will will be accomplished. And that right there does a lot for me absolutely i something there there are two other things that that i got out of this that hopefully some other people got out of it but uh, and yeah, i'd like sure. to add those but before i do i'd like to ask you this i happen to know you have a son named noah right correct and you're pretty proud of that young little boy oh, right yeah <laughs> all right so leslie when your son uh, is trying to accomplish something and he's struggling to accomplish it do you ever help him oh definitely all right and have you ever helped your son do something and, and it's like, man, you, you're, he, he's failing attempt after attempt after attempt after attempt after attempt, all right? And he continues to fail, but each time you're helping him and you're teaching him the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and he's struggling and slowly, slowly but surely he's getting better at it. And then one day, one day, yep. Leslie, he gets it. He's mastered the skill. And what does he say to you? Dad, I did it. I did it. And he goes to mom. He says, I did it. And he goes to all of his friends. And look what I can do. And do you say, uh-uh, son, time out. I'm sorry, you're grounded. That is arrogant. How dare you? You go out there and tell all your friends that your dad taught you how to do all of those things. Is that how you handle that? Absolutely not. Do you share in the joy and the pleasure that you've given your son and the confidence that he can now do this new skill? And do you do you celebrate the joy that he has something to be proud of as a father? Absolutely. And do you think you're a better dad than God? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, well then get then put that behind you from now on then. <laughs> oh man, Cliff. 
You derailed the podcast, and thank you. <laughs> I have two other things, though. Yes, one other, one other important thing that people should get out of this, is, and I think it's important. It came out of there. Is is why do you create whatever content that you create? Look at the opportunity for you to build or to establish relationships that would never happen otherwise, and to be able to do it effectively by actually starting out with shared passions. Mm. That is the most effective way in this world I've ever found to establish a relationship. When you can establish a relationship based upon what you have mutually in common Mm -hmm. with someone else, and especially if it's a passion, you have the ability to positively influence and impact each other's lives regardless of how much you don't have in common. Love it. And the and the additional thing is you should start a podcast. <laughs> and if they want to start a podcast, where, where should we send them to to find out more about what you do and all that good stuff? Well, if you want to pay me lots of money to <laughs> to have me as your personal coach uh, for four weeks, as I walk you through every single step in the process, I have a four week co- uh, coaching course called Podcasting A to Z over at podcastingatoz.com. And I literally, I am your personal coach for four weeks. You have direct nonstop access to me. And, and I've, it, yeah, I would love to help you. Now, if those of you are out there thinking, I, I can't afford $2,000 to work with Cliff for four weeks, I completely understand. And the good news is you, you can go to learnhowtopodcast.com. Granted, it's an older tutorial I created back in 2010, I think. But uh, and I need to update it. But the the thing is, is still today, I know that hundreds of people every single month are using it and telling me, Cliff, I used your free tutorial to launch my podcast. Yeah, I know that the the final video of the free service that you suggested in there is no longer available. But I, but the technique that you taught still works with all these other services and I was able to figure it out. So learn how to podcast.com. And then if you like hearing my voice and want to hear me talk on a more frequent basis, check out the Cliff Ravenscraft show. It's I host it over at podcastanswerman.com, but you can look for the Cliff Ravenscraft show in your favorite podcast directory. And Leslie, thank you so much, man. I, I tell you what, my favorite thing is you know, I love creating my own podcast content, but I love getting on an interview and having these kind of conversations. And I'm so thankful that we talked about what we did today instead of about how to charge more money. Well, there you go, my friends. That is the interview that I did with Leslie Samuel on his podcast over at becomeablogger.com. You can find Leslie's podcast under Learning with Leslie in your favorite podcast directory. I'm so thankful to him for having me on for that show, and I hope that you found some encouragement and inspiration from the show. And if nothing else, the reality is that you can change the world with a podcast or even outside of having a podcast. It doesn't take a lot for you to change the world except for you to embrace the fact that maybe you were created to do just that. So again, I want to say thank you for tuning in to this podcast episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And Again, if you are looking to launch a podcast, my podcasting A to Z course, the very next one starts on Monday, October 3rd. This is my final session of 2016. I would love to have this opportunity to be your personal coach, helping you launch your podcast that will help you change the world. Just head over to podcastingatoz.com to register today. And until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do in life to the next level.